Hey everyone, the cold open is going to be a little different this time. We just found out that our podcast has gone live. And yeah, I know, we're already five episodes in, but for us, this was happening in real time. We recorded this episode right after we found out, so please excuse the audio quality for the first few minutes of this episode. We were a bit excited. But with all that said, enjoy our show. Jeremy. <laughs> what? We're live, bitches. Oh my God, dude. We are live. We're getting listens. We're putting it out. We got a sponsor. Uh, oh my God. I'm so excited. I didn't think it would happen, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I thought you would teeter out like midway. Me? You know? I was not going to teeter out, okay? I was so what? invested in this. You wanted to do one podcast and stop. You wanted to do one episode and be done. Yeah, it's going to be like a limited edition kind of podcast. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> a limited edition for what? <laughs> For talking with Clint and Jeremy. <laughs> we need to have a podcast to actually be able to have a limited edition version. But <laughs> I didn't know I could be this excited about being live. Yeah. For those who are listening, you know, of course, we're like five episodes in already. But for us, it's happening live and we are so excited. Yeah, it's happening in the moment right now, y'all. And those who have listened to the first episode, thank you. Uh, people who's going to keep listening, you guys are awesome. No booze. You're listening to Know This, a podcast where two friends question each other about topics they find interesting. And maybe they learn a thing or two. I'm Clint. I'm Jeremy. So Eurovision, Know This? Of course. I didn't just find out about Eurovision like, you know, a week ago. I always knew what it was. America, we love Eurovision. No, you don't. <laughs> That's what you're about to learn today. How you doing, man? <laughs> we on salutations now? Yeah, it's your turn to talk. So I want to set up this view right now. So we both are avid watchers of Friends, okay? We both love Friends, the TV show. It's nostalgic. I just enjoy it. It's a feel good. I don't know how much it holds up in the current times, but you know, it, it's a good film. But the real thing is that Ross and Rachel, were they on a break? That was the question, you know? Was Ross wrong to supposedly quote unquote cheat or do the Xerox lady or yes. <laughs> oh no wait wait okay we got to give the whole context okay because Sorry. I am definitely for team Ross and I think you're on team Rachel and I believe I'm right and David Schwimmer even said on Jimmy Fallon that he believes that Ross was on a break he's totally in the clear now the context, Clint, before anybody gets into it, before you uh, talk any trash and mislead any of our new listeners. Mislead? Yes. Is, this is a show of friends, okay? And it's really centralized <laughs> around a group of friends. But Ross and Rachel have a big love, um, I don't know, a big love story. And there's a lot of drama in it. The big one is that they were having a big argument. I forgot about what? About Mark. Oh, well, yeah, about Mark and stuff. But, like, that's not the important part. The All important right. part about is... Another dude. <laughs> That the important part is that Rachel said we should go on a break. And that made Ross very, very sad because he doesn't want to go on a break. He doesn't want to break up. And then so now that they're on a break, Ross being so upset basically sleeps with this Xerox lady who's supposed to, you know, like a cute girl, basically. She's dumb. <laughs> I didn't say if she was smart or not. I just said she was oh, a I'm cute sorry. girl. <laughs> okay. And then Rachel finds out the next day being very angry, saying that 
oh, you just did somebody else, even though they're on a break, which I still think is pretty much the same thing as a breakup. And basically, this happens in what, like season two or three? And for the next seven seasons after that, <laughs> they basically always reference who was right, okay? And Ross always says, we were on a break. And I also agree that they were on a break. He shouldn't get Once so much cheater, crap. Always a cheater. <laughs> he should not get so much crap about what he did because I think he's in the clear because of everything that happened. What do you okay. think, Clint? Well, I disagree. Why? Tell me your side of because the story. Because there's a difference between a break and a breakup. And if they were going to break up, she would have just said that our relationship is over. But no, she said we should take a break because Ross was being a jealous, maniac, crazy person. And she wanted a break to clear her head and get perspective on her relationship with Ross. But what does Ross do? Oh, I'm so sad. I'm going to sleep with this girl. <laughs> okay, my turn here. Okay, so one, if you're going to say, oh, we should go on a break, you're basically leading it up to we should go break up. Okay, because if you go on, a, go on a break, you're in a relationship. People don't just say, let's just not talk to each other at all. You're in a relationship with someone. You want to have to talk it out. Okay, you have to communicate with your partner and actually like know what's happening. If you need some time, just say, I need some time. We're not saying break. Like, let's just, you know, go back home. I need to think about this. Okay, not like, oh, we should go on a break. Like, that's literally what I mean. Break means, oh, but it's pause a relationship. There's no pause button in a relationship. It's a commitment. <laughs> So, like, that was the situation. You know what? No. It's Gunther's fault for telling Rachel. That's all we need. <laughs> true, true. Very much true. Okay. If he didn't but tell her, it would have been all fine. <laughs> I think, I still think he's in the clear, though. I don't think he should have gotten so much smack about what he did. Whatever. I just didn't like that Rachel kept on putting it over his head. Oh, She kept on making yeah. him, like, oh, have to confess about that he was wrong and everything. Even yeah. though it was definitely like a mutual problem, I think. I agree with it. It should have been dealt in a better way. Mm -hmm. Like if they were going to get back together, it should have been discussed. But you know what? It's a sitcom. We're not the writers. But I definitely love the show. You know, she got off the plane. Oh, Lange. so beautiful. You know what, listeners? If you're following us on Twitter, we're going to post a poll on who's on the right here when this episode comes out. If you're Team Rachel or Team Ross about the whole break thing. All right. Well, that's it for salutation. <laughs> Good talk. Okay. So what do you got for me? Eurovision. <laughs> but before that, I got something to say to listeners. So for those who are new in this podcast, I'm going to ask Jeremy a few questions about the topic, which is Eurovision today. And he'll try to awesome. answer without me trying to give him any hints. And once we figure out how clueless he really is, then it's time to drop some knowledge. Knowledge. Before we start, we want to do a shout out to our lone listener from Ireland. Thank you for being our first listener outside of America. Yeah, shout out to you, whoever you are. But keep listening, please. If you want to be on our show, uh, we can quiz you all about Ireland. We'll see how much you know. <laughs> we might need you to quiz us because I don't think I know anything about it. But yeah, shout out to you, Irish person. Go Ireland. You're better than the UK. Oh, <laughs> it's back. Aren't you technically in the nope, UK? Nope, 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 nope. That's Northern Ireland, sir. I'm not going to lie. I don't know where Dublin, Ireland is, so. That's in Ireland. That is not in is Northern it, Ireland. That's not the same thing? No. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know a lot about Eurovision, guys. <laughs> Anything that's not American, I definitely know that stuff. Yeah, Northern Ireland is north of Ireland, but it's its own country. Really? I've it's, never heard yeah, of a Northern Ireland. Well, that's the country. Well, you just found out today. <laughs> it's not really its own country because it's part of the UK. Mm. The UK is the country. Sure. You know what? <laughs> Speaking of Eurovision, so basically, Jeremy, in this episode, I'm just going to ask you a few basic questions in the first half, and then we'll see what your guesses are. And then in the second half, I'll tell you if you're right or wrong and if you're stupid or not. 
Mm. <laughs> we already know the answer to that one. You're a genius. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you, Clint. We're going to keep in with our music theme here. So we did Broadway last week. We're going to do Eurovision this week. I, I was inspired by the movie Eurovision Song Contest, A Story of mm-hmm. Fire and Ice by Will Ferrell on Netflix. And I've seen it. You've seen it, right? Just Will Ferrell. You're not going to mention Rachel McAdams. I respect her too much to associate her with this movie. <laughs> She's like one of my top 10 female actors. That's why I said I, I respect her too much to associate her with this movie. All right, but what, what do you know about the Eurovision Song Contest? Every single thing I know is from the Eurovision movie. Full disclaimer, that's all, all right. I know. So I do know that it is a music competition that many countries in Europe will participate. And they all get to vote on like who's the best singer. Each country gets to send one person to basically compete for their country and it's usually like a pop song kind of vibes and my girlfriend did tell me that they usually always do english because they're more likely to win um what else do i know i don't know america doesn't participate in it so i've never heard of it (laughs) we only care about ourselves that's about it really i mean it's kind of like american idol but it's like europe idol Mm. All right. Yes. Thanks for that little input, Jeremy. Yes, you were right. Yeah, it is a song contest in Europe in which a bunch of countries participate. It's an international song competition. And it was originally conceived in the 50s in a way to bring Europe together after World War II. So Mm. that was their intention of starting it. Like, hey, let's start a contest. Let's compete with each other again. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let Germany back in with the crew. And that's that's that was their intention of starting the show. And basically, it's grown to be this really big song contest in which a bunch of people watch it. It's way more popular than what the Super Bowl is to us and what this is to Europe. I mean, of course, many more countries are associated with it. But yeah, that's what the Eurovision Song Contest is. So the Eurovision Song Contest was organized, or I'm not sure if they were the first ones that started it, but annually it's organized by the European Broadcasting Union. It's basically like the big network that encompasses like the European countries. It encompasses more countries too, and that's not part of Europe. And you have to be part of the European Broadcasting Union to be able to participate. And speaking of participation, who do you think participates? Is it just European countries or do other countries that are not part of Europe? Well, I mean, since you mentioned that European Union... I did win! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) Is this going to be a Dr. Seuss moment? Is that what's happening? No, no. Keep going. Yeah, referencing, you know, what you just said, that the European Broadcasting Union doesn't only have European countries in it. I'm guessing it's not limited to only European countries. Yeah, so you do have to be a member of the European Broadcasting Union or to, you have to be in the Council of Europe. So that gives you an idea of who participates. Mm. But you are right that there are non-European countries that join in on this. So my question is, which countries do you think participate that are not part of Europe? I don't know. Or, or here's a hint are part of two continents and Europe oh. could be one. Because my first thought was just going to be like Argentina for some reason, but like right. I, that sounds way off. My gut's uh-huh. telling me that, but I mean, the little hint that you gave me is making me think of Israel area, you know, like Afghanistan, all those stand countries that are kind of in between Europe and Asia. Mm-hmm. You can have four guesses of which countries that are non-European that participate. Okay. I'm going to say Israel, which is like the Israel-Palestine kind of area. Uh-huh. I'm also going to say Turkey. Mm-hmm. Oh, Russia is technically part of Asia too. So um, one more. What other? What other Asian slash European? It doesn't have to be part of two continents. It could be also just be not in Europe. <laughs> China? No, no, I'm just kidding. Not China. They would never do that. Um, <laughs> see, my geography skills are not helping me, man. 
I did not excel in geography. This is what they teach us in U.S. schools, y'all. Yeah, you want me to Nothing. name all 50 states? I got you. I will. <laughs> I'm going to say Pakistan. All right. So thank you for that. Those are good guesses. I like them. I like it. Oh, I thanks, really man. like it. Hey, that means a lot. So let's move on from the countryside. We'll get back into the countries later, but let's talk about the people that compete into these contests. So you mentioned that it's usually just one person, but it can be more than one person. That it could be like a band-ish kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think the limits have changed. It used to be like the maximum was two. Duos. Yeah, but now it has changed. I think they're not sure what the maximum is now, but it is more than two. When they try to get into the contest, you have to audition with a song. So you already have to have a song made and it has to be an original song. And that's how you get in. Like if the people like it, then you can be part of the contest. So <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, when American Idol, when you audition, you just sing in front of the judges. And if you're good, you get the yeses, you're going to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I want to talk about their people. And there has been really famous people that have competed in Eurovision or have become famous because of Eurovision. Can you name at least four people? Or groups before? or like just four people? Four groups or people. Okay. That have become famous because of Eurovision or because they were already famous and joined Eurovision. None. Because if they weren't in America, then they're not famous. <laughs> oh, God. USA. USA. We have an Irish supporter. <laughs> Ireland. Ireland. And we need to keep that supporter. <laughs> so you shut your mouth. Um, so um, I will say I, I, I did one time. I looked on like the Wikipedia page because I was curious before you told me you were going to ask me about this. How dare you. And I could not recognize any of these names. So... Uh. <laughs> But I think the Eurovision movie does kind of give me some hints. Like mm-hmm. an ABBA song was playing right at the very beginning. Dancing okay. queen, something or something queen. You know, that one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say ABBA because all right. that makes total sense. Um, and that's it. That's all I know. <laughs> you have three more guesses. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. okay. It's going to be like, I don't, it's not Beatles. It has to be like something else that's big. Who else is big, but is from Europe? Probably not anything recent because I feel like I would have heard or known that they're big. So they're probably like older people. I don't know. What's another band that's I would have Europe? never guessed this either. So <laughs> I'm going to say Rolling Stones. Okay. Let me try to think of any other bands or any groups. Adele? I don't know. All right. You're going to go try- with Adele? <laughs> who, who, who else is from Europe? These are all people who are from like the UK Lots too. Lots of people, like, man. <laughs> Hey, you tell me one guy that you know was from Russia, okay? You tell me one Russian singer that you know. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. There Vladimir. we go, there we go <laughs> Vladimir Putin. <laughs> I bet you hear the song out. Like, I can't. I put I Adele don't... as one of your guesses. <laughs> you know what? I know that's wrong, but you can because I have, have no one more. freaking idea. One more. Best guess, man. Another hint. You don't have to be European to be that doesn't able help. to compete. I only this. know Americans and they were not there. You don't know. <laughs> I'm like what if, 80% sure. What if Beyonce won the 2002 Eurovision Song Contest and she represented um, Germany? <laughs> I need like multiple choice, man. I can't even think of artists yeah, that lady, aren't American. Lady Gaga. No. <laughs> She's Italian. Ariana uh, Grande. <laughs> oh, oh, I remember thinking this. Now, this is almost kind of cheating because I feel like I might know this God from... <laughs> oh, no. I know this from Europe, the Euro, Eurovision, okay? You told me to okay. watch it, and okay. I was going to not watch it until you told me to, until you let me. <laughs> and I'm going to say Black Eyed Peas. All right. 
I love the Black Eyed Peas. They were my mm-hmm. favorite band when I was little. And my first album as a kid that I ever bought with my own money was a Black Eyed Peas album. Oh. They're kind of trash. So <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. So let's get back into the countries. And it won't be a Clint episode without a little drama. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the controversy. The big hit involves a lot of politics. So that's your hint there. So what do you think was some of the biggest controversies with the contest? Uh, the Nazi group was still out. This is after World War II. I don't know when they got oh, out of the Nazis. True. True. But yeah, I mean, from what you're like... saying, I'm going to take it back. I'm going to take it back. We're not going <laughs> to talk about the Nazis. Um, let's talk about the Cold War instead. You know, the uh, communism. Uh-huh. That was a big thing. Politics. Uh, okay. So the communists wanted everybody to win. <laughs> <laughs> but all the socialists were like, hell no, not yet. And the capitalisms were like, hey, I think only one person should win. Whoever's the best one with the most money. So yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Germany paid us $20 million. They're winning. <laughs> They're winning today. All right. That's a good guess. I barely even know European countries. You think I know anything about European politics? You don't have to know about European politics, but what kind of issue would that entail in a song contest between countries? I always thought it was wild that these countries got to vote too, because that doesn't make sense to me either. So speaking of voting, would there be an issue if there's politics? Yes, I definitely think contest? there would be an issue. Like what kind of issue? Well, because I feel like if I was voting and I'm like representing a country, I'm going to vote for the worst countries so that my country has a better chance of going up to the finals. Uh Like I would want my country to win. So why would I vote for second place and third place? I'm not going to vote for all the good sounding ones. I'm going to vote for the (laughs) shitty ones, you know, like I'm going to be like, oh, that crap one is so good. I want them (laughs) to go up so that my votes don't have to like help other countries win. All right. Okay. Damn. Why are you so? Are you a European? <laughs> Eurovision. I'm coming for you. Okay. I'm about to remake and remodel that Eurovision. We're making a Mary Vision right here, dude. Oh God. So, so you think that the issue is that one country was voting for all the sucky acts, and someone was like, "Yo, what are you doing?" That's one of the controversies that you're saying. Sure. I'm gonna say that one, and then the <laughs> the communist, socialist, capitalism. <laughs> I like that one. We're going to move on from those questions and I'm going to steal something from you. We're going to go into a lightning round. So no thinking here. First thing that comes in your mind. I don't care how dumb it is. (laughs) Are you ready for this? Aye, aye, Captain. Okay. (laughs) Let's go into lightning round. There's how many questions I have for you. One, two, three, four. Four again. Four is a magic number. (laughs) Always these small lightning rounds. Okay. Which country do you think won the first Eurovision? Uh, Germany. All right. No way. There's no way. There's no way Germany would win. There's no way. Be quiet. (laughs) Okay, fine. Not Germany. Uh, I'm going to say Sweden. Okay. How many countries participated in the first one? 42. All right. And which country has the most wins? Uh, UK. All right. How many countries have participated at least once? So this is like in total. Um, 65. All right. I'm going to say 20 more than the previous number. All right, Jerry. That's it for questioning. Why don't we take a little break? We are back from our little break. How do you feel, Jeremy, about the questioning? You feel confident with your answers? The only answer I feel good about is the ABBA and Black Eyed Peas because I'm like All right. 51% sure. All right. So 51% confident in your answers. That's, that's pretty good. All right, then let's get to it. In let's, one answer. <laughs> but, but we'll just say it for all of them. Sure, why not? Yeah, I'm going to say it for all of them. But, you know, let's get into it. Let's see if you were right or not. We talked about who participate. I talked about like the Council of Europe, the European Broadcasting Union, and how you have to be a member of either or to be part of the contest. Mm-hmm. And 
I did say that there were non-European countries that were a part of it. And I asked who you think, which, or which countries you think they were. So you guess Israel, Turkey, Russia, and Pakistan. Pakistan? Pakistan? Pakistan. <laughs> there you Pakistan. go. Pakistan. Pakistan. And you were three out of four right. Oh, <laughs> damn. Ooh, this is going to be a Kardashian episode all over again, man. Uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves <laughs> here. But yeah, you're right. Israel has been competing in it. They started in 1973, and they have been part of it since then. And Turkey did join in as well. They're not considered a European continent. They're considered Eurasia. They were part of it since 1975, and in Russia since 1994. But you were wrong about Pakistan, and they were not part of Eurovision, or they have not been a part of it. Maybe oh, one day, okay. right? <laughs> the other countries that you did not name were Cyprus, Armenia, Morocco, Azerbaijan, and Who? Georgia. Azerbaijan. Oh, that sounds like a perfume <laughs> brand. It's Azerbaijan. Bajan. Okay, let's not make fun of the Azerbaijans here. <laughs> Is that even what you call them? I don't think so. <laughs> well, also, also uh, isn't Cyprus part of Europe? No, they're in the outside of the boundaries of Europe. Oh. Yeah, just like Israel. Cyprus? Israel is not part of Europe. Oh. Wait, Cyprus is the is the one country that's like on an island, right? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There, there's our knowledge. Whoop. <laughs> Whoop. There it is. All right. Um, and the most surprising of all, Australia is part of it. And they are nowhere near Europe. I guess, but they're more European than we are. Ah, they're about the same. Hold on. <laughs> kind of started the same way, no? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like pretty Not much the same thing. Yeah. So those are the countries so far that are non-European and some surprising ones that wanted to join in. You mentioned China. They tried, but they said no. <laughs> really? Yes. China actually tried it? They tried. Um, I'm not sure what year they tried to do it. I think they were just like, this looks fun. We should try it. And they were like, what? <laughs> they probably wanted to get on good terms with the Europeans or something. Maybe. I feel like China is so big that they're kind of like America where they can just have their own competitions and they would probably get just as many people. They have so much people in their country. Like they would probably be fine. They don't need to join the Europeans. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure of the other countries that joined in, but China was one. And there are plans to make a Eurovision Asia edition. So it'll be Asian countries, China included, and they'll have that competition. There's a plan to have a North American one, which is going to include Mexico, the U.S., mm. and Canada. So that would be interesting. With the North American one, I'm not sure how that would work because would it be just be three people competing? <laughs> it would need to be like all of the Americas. I might be mistaken, actually. Sorry. I think the plan is to have an American version and it will be just the 50 states competing with each other, which would oh. make more sense. So it's called American Idol? No. <laughs> <laughs> like it's called no, X no. Factor? <laughs> It's called The Voice. <laughs> yeah, we have too many contests that I don't think like, we need. Um... It's called America's Got Talent. <laughs> but yeah, participation-wise, that's how Eurovision is set up. Mm. All right, so we then talked about famous people that come from Eurovision or were famous already and joined Eurovision. And I mm -hmm. had you guessed four acts that were part of Eurovision that are famous. One of your guesses was ABBA, Rolling Stones, Adele, and Black Eyed Peas. And you're one out of four, correct? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Come on. So ABBA was one that competed Eurovision. And of course, you saw that from the movie. And that's how Will Ferrell's character was inspired, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did win in 1974 and they represented Sweden. So that's... Oh. <laughs> and they... <laughs> you mean they're not from the UK? 
Yeah, I was going to interrupt you. We were like, everyone's from the UK. I was like, you think Abba's from the UK? But we're not <laughs> Did you know they were from Sweden? I did yeah, not they're know from Sweden. There's a whole big-ass museum that's dedicated to Abba in Sweden. It's pretty cool. But yeah, so Abba's one of them. And then the rest of the ones that you guessed, they were never a part of Eurovision uh, or were ever. Black Eyed Peas? Come on. Black I-, I was like so confident no. about the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> So another famous person that was, I was really surprised to find out that they were a part of Eurovision was Celine Dion. She competed oh. in Eurovision and she won in 1988 and she represented Switzerland. So that was like a mind F and I was like, what Celine Dion? So that was pretty cool. And I love Celine. Celine, if you're listening, hit us up. She's, um, she's beyond my time. <laughs> beyond your time. She's timeless. Mm. I don't know. Near, far, wherever I am, all I hear is Celine Dion, and I'm not into it. How do you know that, huh? All right, and then these next two, I don't think you know them, but they're pretty famous. Do you know who Olivia Newton-John is? Yeah. All right. It's Isaac Newton-John's daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, you got me in the first half. (laughs) She's from Greece, man. The movie Greece with John Travolta. I never watched it. All right. <laughs> like you can well, ask me not- what happens in Greece and I would not know. Okay. You can ask me what happens in Dirty Dancing. I wouldn't know that either. Okay. All those type that. of films. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> but she competed in the same year that ABBA won and she got fourth place and she represented Ooh. the UK. Yes. She's actually British Australian. So she represented the UK for that one. And then another famous person that I doubt you know. Do you know who Julio Iglesias is? Oh, yeah, he's that, uh, that comedian that says his name is Fluffy and stuff, right? Ah, God. <laughs> you know who Enrique Iglesias is? Yeah, that's the Fluffy. No, Enrique Iglesias. You don't know who Enrique Iglesias is? Wait, then what's Igle- Fluffy's Igle- name? Iglesias. That's Gabriel. All right, well, he's famous. He's a famous Spanish singer, and he is the dad of Enrique Iglesias, who's also famous, I think, during our time. Well, he was late 90s, early 2000s. You don't listen to music, so whatever. But he represented Spain in 1970, and he got fourth place as well. So those are the most famous people that I found mm-hmm. that were part of Eurovision. There's a bunch of songs that are really famous, but I didn't really look into that. You can too, the listeners, if you want to see what the best singles that came from the contest, you can look those up. I heard that in the Eurovision movie that's on Netflix, that they brought in a lot of the past winners. Yes. Um, do you know the, the scene where they did that little medley? Mm-hmm. All those singers, they all were past participants of Eurovision. So that was pretty cool. That's my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> that's your favorite scene? I thought Hell I yeah, really man. liked that last song. Uh, oh, that song is good too. Ooh. Yeah, Rachel McAdams nice. sounds so good. <laughs> Wasn't even her. Nope. Yeah, let's move on. We then talked about the controversy with the contest. And so we went back into the countries and how their relationship would cause controversies within the contest. And you did mention the voting, how it's kind of weird or like it's stupid. You think it's stupid. Mm -hmm. So yes, a lot of the controversy with the contest is with the voting. So the countries get to vote for like the other acts and there's a point system. I didn't really look into the point system, but it's like in increments and like you have to give your 10 points to one country and then like it goes down after that. So that's how the voting works. And with the controversy, because of politics, there's some countries that don't like each other and some countries that don't want each other to compete. So the way the competition works, if the act wins, for example, the past act won in Israel, the next year, the Israel would host the contest. So how they did it was that one of the, one of the controversies was the interactions between Russia and Ukraine. And okay. they don't Makes have sense. a very good relationships. So there's one year in which Ukraine hosted the song contest and they didn't want Russia to be a part of it. 
Uh-huh. So that was one controversy there. And then what ended up happening was that in 2017, in which Russia actually didn't compete because they didn't feel like going through this whole controversy. Because there was like a bunch of protests to boycott Russia mm-hmm. or boycott like the Eurovision if Russia was going to be part of it. So I mean, was that during the time when Russia did a bunch of bad stuff to Ukraine? They've been doing a bunch of bad stuff since the Cold War or even before when there was Soviet Union. So. Yeah, that was, I think, one of the big controversies in the contest was between Russia and Ukraine. Uh, there's one that Georgia and Russian conflict, and Georgia had a song called We Don't Want to Put In, which sounds like <laughs> we not put in. <laughs> and they let it through, and then Russia was like, what? That sounds like... <laughs> so yeah, just some drama between the countries. That sounds fun. Yeah. All right, let's get into our lightning round. So I asked Ooh. you a bunch of fast-paced questions, and they were interesting, right? I'm ready, dude. I'm ready. All right. So I first asked you the country, the first one, it was Switzerland and not Sweden. And it was kind of suspicious because Switzerland was the first host and they were the ones that won in the first one. So oh. everyone was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Seems a little <laughs> sus. So no, it was not Germany or Sweden. And then I then asked you how many countries participated in the first one and your guess was oh. 42 or in the 40s. And you should have went with our podcast rule and it was seven. seven? Yep. So seven Wait, there's only seven countries? countries? In the first one. Oh, in the first one. In oh, first I thought one. you meant like normally participating. No, oh, I shoot. said how many okay. countries. In <laughs> See, you know, the worst part about me taking tests is that I'll <laughs> kind of like make up what the sentence is saying. So sometimes I will not even read what it says correctly. And then this I'll get it This is why they say, read carefully, read it twice. <laughs> yeah, I literally always get those wrong because of multiple choice. It's just hard. All right, so I then asked you which one's the winningest country, and you guessed the UK, and you are wrong there, my friend. Ireland is actually the winningest country, so. I was thinking that I should have answered Ireland for all of the country ones, (laughs) just so that, you know, it's a shout out to our person in Ireland. How many wins do you think they have? Uh, Four. So you're still not going to go with the podcast rule? Seven, seven, seven. (laughs) No, no, it's over. (laughs) Seven. So they do have seven wins and 49 entries. Come on. Yeah, the number seven was really good for this uh, I can't episode. believe this. <laughs> and I then asked you how many countries have participated at least once. And you said uh, 20 more of whatever your first guess was, which is like 40. So you said 65 or in the 60s. And you are, again, wrong. There have been 52 countries that have participated at least once. Okay. Yeah. Not, that's not too far off, you know. I feel less bad about that one. Yeah, I wanted to like look up what country just participated once and like never uh-huh. did it again. And there was one country. I'm not sure if there's other, but based on Wikipedia, it was just Morocco. They did it once <laughs> and they were like, nope, no, never again. <laughs> no one liked our Moroccan music. I don't think we're going to go. <laughs> yeah, they were like, we're not very good songwriters. We're just going <laughs> to... We're going to opt out of this. We're just going like, to forfeit. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for Eurovision Song Contest. Hope you found that interesting and you learned something. <laughs> Oh, wait, I think I was actually thinking of Switzerland. I'm not trying to like make myself feel better or anything. I was thinking of which country was neutral in both the Axis and the Allies during World War II. That's Switzerland. And I was like, Switzerland. <laughs> but I always say Sweden, thinking of it. You think it's the same country, huh? Yeah, it's the same thing. Because <laughs> I, was, I was really thinking, I was like, oh, it's that middle country that doesn't do anything. You know, that was neutral. <laughs> I was like, ah, Sweden. Wow. <laughs> So yeah, that's it for the Eurovision Song Contest. Pretty much everything I know was just because of the Netflix movie. Like, I would not have known what Eurovision was. Like, you could have said that, and I would have been like, you know, that's what the Europeans <laughs> see, you know? you know? I didn't know much about Eurovision until the movie also. So I went into some deep hole into Eurovision, and it's really interesting. 
But I mean, again, we're not experts. Me and Jeremy are not experts in anything on this podcast. So if we are wrong, let us know. And we're going to tell you guys the correct stuff on the next episode or something. Definitely in the future. Yes. But you know what? Enough with that. You know what time it is, Jeremy? It's the review of the day. The review of the day. It's the review of the day. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) What you got, man? Okay. My review of the day is called Peeps Marshmallow. Ew. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I think, too. Peep Marshmallow candies are one of the worst candies I've ever had in my life. Now, if you're going to sponsor us, I love Peep Marshmallow candies. (laughs) But right now, I do not understand its purpose. One thing is that it is sweet like most candies, but it's just marshmallow, okay? And then it's spray-painted marshmallows, and then it's sugar-coated spray-painted marshmallows. So three times the sweetness is not that great. <laughs> I don't understand what's so good about them. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's not great. I'd rather just eat a normal marshmallow, and I normally don't even do that anyways. I don't know why I would eat a sugar-coated one. Like the sugar-coated stuff are my least favorite things. I don't want mm-hmm. a sugar-coated donut. I want a glazed donut. If you made a glazed peep, Maybe I would try it, but right now it's too much. So, yeah. I mean, and them? people, <laughs> and they try to make it festive and things like that. This is just me ranting today. So, uh, <laughs> uh I can feel your aggression. Oh, no, your disappointment. But, <laughs> yeah, like they, they make things festive and like they try to be gimmicky. So, maybe they're just like a novelty thing that people just give to other people or something. I need to find someone and put someone on this podcast that actually likes peeps and tell me why, because I do not understand it. If you're listening to this, if you're that person that likes peeps, yeah. marshmallow, little mm-hmm. things, whatever. Yeah. Our homie in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. So what, what rating are you going to give peeps, man? Well, it's so bad that my girlfriend and I even have this running gag where we try to hide peeps in each other's stuff. And it's the same box of peeps because we dislike it so much that we will just sneak it into each other's things because no one wants to be found with peeps. It's just terrible. Is it so that same I give box it. from college? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's the same one. Ew. I have it right here. That's why I'm bringing it up. Oh, I'm sure it's God. expired. Um, Oh, you know, it's only expired a year ago. It's best by June 2019. That's not even that bad. Oh, well, that means two more years <laughs> till it's bad. So. I'm getting a see. It's a one out of five, but I'm going to say two out of five just for like if people want to send me peeps. No one should send me peeps. I'm going to put this out there. No one should send me peeps. If you want to know his address, please email us. At the but um, if someone were to send us peeps, I guess maybe if they can tell me a good reason and I try it and it's like, oh, okay, maybe it'd be good. I'm open to that. So I'll give it a two out of five. But right now, it's gross. So that's our first bad review of our podcast. All right. Well, thanks for letting us know what you feel <laughs> about a type of candy. But um, why don't you just, just take us home, Jeremy? Uh, I'm going to get heated off camera. But for now, thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KnowThisPod. Please rate and review our podcast. It really helps us out. And rate and review us on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. It is. <laughs> we are we, begging. We... <laughs> we'll send you some Pete's Marshmallow if you give us a review. <laughs> no one's going to review us. They're going to give us one-star reviews, man. <laughs> they actually gave us Peeps. I did not want Peeps. We changed oh, our rating. <laughs> Yeah, so if you have any suggestions for topics or comments about how our podcast is, please email us at theknowthispodcast at gmail.com. Cover art by Amy Hoffman, music by Karthik Krabakaran, edited and produced by Clint Valencia, this me right here, and Jeremy Mack. See you next week. Bye, (laughs) y'all. How dare you.